This is your captain speaking. Today's episode will be cruising at an altitude of 35,000 feet. On today's flight, you will notice a lack of male life in the cabin, but don't be alarmed. Fasten your seatbelts and grab the hand next to you as we depart into ladies' night. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the dial where your gals and pals come together to celebrate all things of Christ and fandom. And, as you might notice, this isn't Tony speaking. He's been kind of usurped <laughs> of his role as host, and tonight it is going to be us ladies. For those of you that don't know, I am Jackie, and I'm going to be taking you on this lovely little journey. He may be the worst, but she brings out the best in him. It's Brittany. Hello. It's finally Steven season. <laughs> it's finally Steven season. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Brittany. Yes. So he might actually lose a spot on the episode or on the podcast after this episode. Uh-oh. So we'll see how this works. Um, to my far left is going to be the lovely Leah, who's been here a couple times. Back at it again. Hi. Hi. Waving to the people. Yes, I'm yes, waving. Yes, yes. Uh, on top of being sassy and classy, she's the one you always want in your corner. The lovely lady, Aww, Lee Smotty. Jackie, you sweet talker you. <laughs> I try. Sometimes. <laughs> and she's the nerd of God wife, the one who helps make Tony all the things that he can be. Sheena. Hello. Sheena. <laughs> Over in the booth, we've got um, not a lady, but you know... <laughs> We can't. Some, someone's got to push the button. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Nicholas Sadler. Hello. Hi, Hi, Nick. And someone who's kind of like creeping at a distance, just doodling on his uh, tablet right now. Because he doesn't be, trust us on our own. I mean, valid? <laughs> this could be a train wreck. Who knows? It's going to be Tony. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm just here to observe. And hopefully save me. Who knows? <laughs> Oh. So, like, am I just going to be quiet tonight? Is that my job? And am, am, am I relegating it all to the ladies? I mean, you can, like, pop in every now and then if you feel so yeah. inclined. But for the most part. For the most part, you can kind of do it. What are you drawing right now? I'm just sketching. I'm just playing around. Oh, okay. So this is all ladies tonight. And I don't know. I feel like I don't belong here. So this is me just signing off. Okay. Sounds good. Well, if you guys want to follow us and see everything that we have to do on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, at Nerd of Godcast, as well as on YouTube and at nerdofgodcast.com. Uh, we also have a cute little Facebook group, um, uh, the Nerd of God Squad, where you can live your dreams and share some memes. Mm. Um, and I just kind of want to start tonight with a nice little icebreaker, since this is like the first time that we've had like all ladies on the show. So I have hosted a couple times before, but it's always been with the regular crew. This one is like a whole like new crew. Yeah. So we're going to have a nice little icebreaker where I'm going to uh, ask you guys to select a squad. Um, so what you're going to do, you're going to pick three fictional female BFFs, Ooh. one sweet, one strong, and one sassy. Sweet, strong, sassy. Yes. We, they can be any. I have been given They can be any. So it doesn't marker. have to be like a comic book or a movie thing. It could be from like a TV show, books, like any any kind of fictional lady. Okay. Disney. Fictional lady. It has to be fictional. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Leah's like, I'm going to pick me. She's going to pick Lisa Murray for all three. Because <laughs> she and I are machines oh. all three. <laughs> I'm only thinking music. <laughs> you 
It's okay. No, it's okay. okay. Sweet, strong, sassy. Oh, there's so many good choices. So this is like your squad, like you rolling down, going to the, I don't know what girls do, go to the mall, go to Target with, like people that you're hanging out with. Yeah, people that you'll like run errands with, go smell candles. <laughs> go, go what? Sm- go smell smell candles? candles? That's a thing. Yeah. I thought you said smoke handles. I thought and she like, said smoke first. What I'm the like, frick is a handle? <laughs> How do you smoke it? For me, who wants to go to Joanne's with me? That's yeah. really like, who do I want to hang out with at Joanne's? My all of my list is com- is highly influenced by the recent recent media I've taken in. So like that's okay. Strong, sassy, and you're and not sweet. playing the game. I won't play. This is the girls' room. This is, this is my show. You're not allowed in. <laughs> okay, dang it! It's like when your little sister has a slumber party and you can't come. You can't have any of the snacks. No snacks. What oh, do you got? Not okay, even ready. So for sweet, I said Jess from New Girl. Because Aww. I absolutely love her yes. and I identify with her a lot because I'm just random and silly and mm-hmm. sing a lot. So I love Jess. I love Jess. Yeah. Um, and for strong, I said Captain Marvel. Yay. Because, um, like, cool. that moment in the movie where she stood up mm-hmm. was just like amazing and so impactful for me. Mm-hmm. And then for sassy, I said Lorelai Gilmore. Good choice. Good choice. I have not watched Gilmore Girls. So I. Oh, Jacqueline. I don't. We need to remedy this. (laughs) You're very disappointed. You're coming over for an actual slumber party. Okay. And we are just going to binge watch Gilmore Girls. Sounds good to me. It's completely accomplishable. Yes. I've done it several times. (laughs) And it has to include a crap ton of junk food. I mean, I'm okay with that (laughs) for sure. 100%. All right. What about you, Lismani? Who do you got? Okay. So on the other end of Gilmore Girls, I put for sweet, I put Rory. <laughs> because I just think she's so, she, she has like the sassy of Lorelai, but she's she's Rory, so she's intelligent mm-hmm. and she'll, yeah. she'll be there for you. She's supportive. I was strong with heart because I feel like there's a lot of good strong ones. I mm-hmm. just saw Birds of Prey and I'm obsessed with Black Canary. I just think she's so cool. So I put Black Canary, mm-hmm. but like there's just a lot of good options. Black Widow was another good choice. I yes. like Captain Marvel. Yes. Um, and then for Sassy, I put Raven from That's So Raven because I just feel like she's <laughs> so fun. She, yes, that's a great one. I like I that, that list. Yeah. All right, Sheena, do you have your answers I'm almost yet? Almost done. Almost done. What about you, Leah? Okay. I had to change mine. So before <laughs> Brittany went, I was getting ready to write Lorelai for my sassy because I love Gilmore Girls. And mm-hmm. You need to watch that. Lorelai is her wit, her humor. Mm-hmm. It's everything I want to be and more. It's everything <laughs> I want to be and more. And no one has matched that, I feel like, in any other show. Like, do you agree? The She's writing just, for her is, I mean. It was just supreme. Yeah. Well, a yeah. lot of it she ad-libbed too. Like, because yes. Lauren Graham yes. is the queen. Yes. yes. No, I love her. It was perfect. Yes. Um. So you know, I love the '90s. For strong, I picked Jesse Spano. Aww. Yes. Gotta love Jesse. I have to overcoming yeah, all of the give my girls. trials and tribulations. She does. That she does. Stop the drilling. Stop the oil. Like, she stands she's, up for things. Yeah. You know, she doesn't like injustice, and she's fun and mm-hmm. dances and. Then for sweet, I picked Kelly Kapowski because who doesn't want Aww. Kelly around? She's a loyal friend. She's peppy. She's fun, but just the sweetest character of all time. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I like that. That's a good list. Good list. Thank you. Sheena? All right. For strong, I picked Pepper Potts. Oh, good one. Aww. She's also smart, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, for sassy, 
Um, I actually picked Cece from New Girl. I love oh, Cece. I love Cece. And she just seems like a lot of fun. <laughs> and then for Sweet, I picked um, Pam from The Office. Yes. Aww. That's, that's very good. good. I, love I like that, that list. That's a good list. Tony, did you come up with something? No, I was told I wasn't allowed to play. Oh, good. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would be curious to see his answers, though. That's really good. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, oh, I thought you were segueing into best thing ever, and I was like, oh, that was. Oh, uh, I was about to, and then I realized I crossed it out because <laughs> we don't got it this week. Um, so, Brittany, I heard you have another little game for us tonight. I do. I'm really excited. Okay, you're gonna need your boards. Okay, okay. on the board. All right. So let's hope that her games are better than her boyfriend's games. I'm sure they will. <laughs> they are. He actually came up with a lot of these for me last night, and then I changed most of them today. <laughs> so, you know. Love All right. So this game is called DCOM or ROMCOM. Okay. Ooh, so I'm okay. going to give you the synopsis of the movie, and you have to tell me if it's a Disney Channel movie. Yes. And Disney Channel huh. movie is any, like, original movie on Disney Channel, or we're even going to, like, encompass okay. ABC, because, like, not in the theater Disney movie. Gotcha. Okay. 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 Got it. Or, like, mainstream romantic comedy. Okay. So gotcha. there are 10 questions. Just hit my mic. For each one, you get a point if you get it correct, whether it's DCOM or ROMCOM. You can get a second point if you correctly guess the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make sense? So DCOM is Disney. Mm-hmm. Yes. And ROMCOM is anything that's not Disney. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, keep track of your own points. Oh, no. Yes, keep track of your own points oh, on your board. I, will. <laughs> <laughs> I only have space for eight. All right. <laughs> I did it too big. Uh, that's a good idea. Here, though, you like... can use the rest of my board. Okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> Ladies helping out ladies. Ladies in Batman. All right, we ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. A pretty popular teenager can't go out on a date until her ill-tempered older sister does. So strings are pulled to set the dour damsel up for a romance. Soon, the sister crosses paths with a handsome new arrival. Will she let her guard down enough to fall for the effortlessly charming new guy? Oh my goodness. I feel like I'm gonna do really bad at this game. I know. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, 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 a, I'm a big aficionado of the decom, as we know. And that yeah, was like. I'm stumped. Say it again. It's at least okay. a 50 50. Okay. A pretty, popular, a pretty popular teenager can't go out on a date until her ill tempered older sister does. So strings are pulled to set the dour damsel up for a romance. Soon the sister crosses paths with a handsome new arrival. Will she let her guard down enough to fall for the effortlessly charming new guy? Okay, so how are we going to do this? Do we all just reveal our answers, <gasps> answers at once? I think Leah, Leah, Leah is furiously <laughs> changing her answer. Oh, oh gosh, I'm really stressed about this one. Uh, I'm just stressed in general. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need like once everybody's ready, we can go around the table. Okay. All right. All right. You ready? Three, two, what do you have? One. Jaggy. I got decom. Decom. All right. I put rom com. Decom. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's decom. I think I know what it is, but I don't know. I don't know. What do you think it is? I'm afraid to say because it's been so long. Is it 10 Things I Hate About You? 
it is 10 Things I Hate About You. But that's, that's not a, a rom-com. Com. Is it? So I it's it was a on Disney com. Plus. Oh, I mean, I don't know if it, I don't think it's on Disney Plus, but it's not a decom. It like, is, I think it is on Disney Plus, but it's not a decom. It's a that rom-com. That doesn't make it Disney if it's on Disney Plus? Oh. No. See, I, I guess, I guess I don't get the meaning there. of what that means. She, so, she specifically said it was not a theatrically released movie. That was me mansplaining, and I'm out. Uh, <laughs> go away. All right. I still don't get I get it. a point. So, okay, Disney, so Disney Channel original movies, if it was on Disney Channel, if it played on Disney Channel and not in the theaters, it's a decom. Oh, got you. That's totally rom-com then. But yes. I get the point for the title, right? You get the point for the okay. title. Yes. Okay. All right. We ready for number two? Yes. yes. Okay. A small town girl has a date with a male celebrity. When the date goes better than expected, a love triangle forms between the girl, the male celebrity, and the girl's best friend. Oh, I think I know this one. Wait. Oh, gosh. I hope to God I know this one. <laughs> Hold on. Whoa. Whoa. Celebrity. I. Do you want me to say it again? I think so. Say it again. Okay. A small town girl has a date with a male celebrity. When the date goes better than expected, a love triangle forms between the girl, the male celebrity, and the girl's best friend. Oh, gosh. I think uh, I'm going to preface my answer with the fact that I've never actually seen the full movie. I just kind of know snippets of it. I'm blanking on this one. But I I think I know what it is. Yeah. This one, like, vaguely fits the description of the movie that I think I'm thinking of. But I don't know that it fits it, like, enough. I think I know the answer. <laughs> I loved okay. this movie when I was a teenager. When you were a teenager? Mm-hmm. Mm, that might tell me something. Oh, dang. Dang it. Dang it. Ah. Uh, Say it one more time. I lost that one. A small town girl has a date with a male celebrity. When the date goes better than expected, a love triangle forms between the girl, the male celebrity, and the girl's best friend. I think I know this. Well, okay. I feel like this could be like. I'm so many things. You're saying that it's like when you were a teenager, and I feel like this one I'm thinking of specifically was just a little past you. It might have been. Like I feel like it was just. Uh, I don't know. It. it now, great. Granted, I'm also very much into like the things from before, just technically my time. So I don't know. Uh, okay. okay. Are you, you guys ready? ready? Yeah. Sure. All right. Yeah. Leah, what do you have? Uh, rom com. Sheena? I had rom-com. I put decom. I put decom. Is it the Lizzie McGuire movie? It is not. It is rom-com. Dang. Ah! Win a date with Todd Hamilton. I had it. I was totally guessing. Look at Tony knowing. <laughs> I was totally Give guessing. Give yourself a point, sir. Still got a point. Yay. Okay. <clears throat> Whatever. Yeah. I don't, I'm not versed I don't in even think I saw that movie, but I just I like, that was the only one I thought of. Really? Yeah. I didn't even... I didn't ever even know that. Was I was a thinking, movie. um, the decom stuck in the suburbs. I all I remember of stuck in the suburbs is there was like a male like pop starish guy, and then mm-hmm. there was like Brenda Song's character and her friend. And for whatever reason, they ended up running around with him all day. So I'm thinking a friend and him <laughs> and her. And like, I don't know. Yes, that's all I thought about. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> all right. Okay. Next one. Number three. A Midwestern girl goes to Los Angeles with nothing more in mind than visiting her grandparents while her sister tries to meet her idol. One night, she meets the rising Hollywood pop star. They go on an adventure around Los Angeles and start to like each other. 
When the girl returns home, the famous guy on national TV says he doesn't know her and never met her. Yeet. I know, right? I've not Ooh, seen this um, movie. I'm guessing again, but just because I have no process of elimination. I'm just gonna, it's whatever. I'm, I'm already gonna lose this one. It's fine. This yeah. is fine. <laughs> this I'm is mad. Okay. I'm mad because I want to win. Yeah, me too. And I, like, I thought I would know all of these. Yeah, that's upsetting. Hmm. Okay, I have my answer down, but I'm unsatisfied. Same. <laughs> Same. All right. Everyone, are we good? Yep. Yeah. Jackie, right. are you good? Yes. Okay. I put rom-com. I put rom-com. I put rom-com. I just did decom because why not? It is a decom. Yay! What? What decom is it? Starstruck. Only one. I don't think I ever saw that no, it's one. Oh Never no, that's um, that's with the guy from the Hannah Montana movie, right? With um, I don't know his name, Lucas Till. I know which one that is. <laughs> wow. It's the one point I'm probably gonna have this whole game, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That's a newer decom. That's my problem. Ugh, I'm annoyed. <laughs> a teenager unwittingly falls for the American president's daughter, and the pair soon find themselves off on a wild adventure. When their date is ruined by the intrusive Secret Service, the young lovebirds cut loose for a night of mischief. Girl. I feel like and this is really funny for one particular reason. Yes, it is. I'm I'm very proud of myself for this one. All right, are we, we ready? ready? Starring everyone's favorite, Will Friedle. Um, my date with the president's daughter, BD Con. <laughs> you stepped on my joke. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> I put decon on my date with the president's daughter. Decom. Decom. Yes, correct. I got two My points date now. with the president's daughter. Starring Will Friedle. Friedle. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. This is one of my all-time favorite decoms. I love that. Yeah. Can't stand so that like, that's a really good. That used to be on Netflix and I loved it. <laughs> All right, here we go. On a whim, an American teenager boards a plane to England to find the father she never met. Upon arriving there, though, she makes a startling discovery. The man she's looking for is a member of the British upper class who is running for political office. He didn't know that his daughter existed, but he welcomes her into his life. However, she isn't so sure, and his family and his current betrothed look on her disapprovingly. I, oh gosh, what is the name of this? Y'all seriously watch this crap? <laughs> I don't. Yes. What is yes. the name of this movie? I love this yes. movie. Thank you. I know Hannah like, loves this movie. Oh, and I watched it with her. I can say me. who starred in it and what I thought. I've seen bits and pieces of it. I just can't remember the name of it. I don't know. Hold on. Oh, Sheena oh, just got she it. Just oh, I snapped. <laughs> she snapped several times. I'm so sad that I don't know these. I don't I, watch, so, I don't watch so a lot of rom-coms. So why I'm confusing it is because the person in this movie is in a show. And the name of the show is what I'm thinking is the name of the movie, but I know it's not. It's not. But, so I keep. Uh, uh, I know who's in it. I can, I can like see the movie. Mm -hmm. Can I put two titles and if it's one of them, can we like oh give my me another point? No, what I is the know. name of that movie? Right. Oh, I'm so oh, I'm gonna kick myself. Mad. Mad. Uh, <laughs> answers. Okay. Dang it. I just put rom com. Okay. I just did rom com, -com. as well. I put. Rom-com. I think it's the Amanda Bynes movie. And yes, it is Amanda Bynes. I feel Bynes. like it was 
I'm, what this is, is the long. title? Is it uh, is it what a girl wants? It is Dang what a girl it. wants. Oh, yes. I love that movie. Is it rom com? I was yeah. so yes, it is so, rom com. Wait, so do I get two points for that one? Yes, you do. Yay! <laughs> I love that movie. Nice. And I'm mad. I forgot. I was about it. I've she was so um, Amanda Bynes on tenth. Uh, not ten things. She says what I like about you. So I'm like, is it what a girl wants or what I like about you? I kept getting like twisted. Yeah. Dang. She was oh, hilarious like in that movie. So that was a really good show. I loved that show. All right. That was an ABC show. Nick's shaking his head. <laughs> I don't agree with it. I don't know any of these. <laughs> a poor yet passionate young man falls in love with a rich young woman, giving her a sense of freedom. But they are soon separated because of their social differences. That's literally so many, so many things. things. Like, ugh. Okay. Listen, if you don't like this one, this is the one that Stephen added. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna throw him right See under that how bus. easy it is to blame Steve-O? <laughs> one of us. So one of us. A poor man. What? He falls in love with a rich woman? What was it? So, so many things. <laughs> a poor yet passionate young man falls in love with a rich young woman, giving her a sense of freedom. But they are soon separated because of their social differences. Wait, so it yeah, is it Aladdin? Aladdin, it could be. <laughs> There's like so many things. Aladdin's, I, not, I Aladdin's not a decom, though. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna... You're right. Say... This. That's just where my head went well, first, Only though. because I can't think of something else. I have one that's probably not right, but it's definitely goes with it. Okay. <laughs> Sheena, you got it? Yeah. I put rom-com. I also... Rom-com. I put rom-com. And I put the notebook. You're right! <gasps> Oh. <laughs> I was thinking that or Titanic or okay. obviously. Oh, I forgot Titanic it. existed. What? <laughs> All this talk I don't about say the that around my daughter. That's her I don't watch a lot of like rom-coms or like romantic movies. I don't watch. Also, Titanic's not a comedy. <laughs> no, <laughs> Just not had all. that thought. It is, it is if you hate Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> this is which true. nobody does. Oh, nobody does. <clears throat> all right. I'm so excited. That was good. Good times. A girl's band is meeting with little success, so her friend uses his knowledge of technology designed by his father to create a holographic lead singer. The band instantly becomes a success, but the girl begins to feel alienated. Her friend discovers feelings for her, and the lead singer struggles with individuality. That was a really, like, long description, but I... Mm. I'm pretty confident about my answer, so I really hope that I'm right. (laughs) I'm ready. Yeah. All right, go for it. I put decom pixel perfect. That's what I put. <laughs> I did decom. Decom. That is correct. Yay! It is pixel perfect. Yay! Wow. With the guy from Phil of the Future. Oh, I love oh, that show. Such a good show. Oh, there's a song. Hold on. What? What, what is the? Oh man, I lost it. There's like a song they specifically sing in Pixel Perfect that's like a quintessential like 2000s girly like girl pop song oh, and I love it that. makes me really remember. satisfied and I just can't think of it right now. <laughs> it makes her really sad. I don't remember. I just kept thinking of the one for my date with the president's daughter that's my been stuck in my head. My date with the president's, president's daughter. daughter. Oh yeah. <laughs> my date with, with her. Tony's <laughs> 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 <Don't you> like... <laughs> Are you, are you, sorry you came to Are you regretting giving no. me the reins yet? No, this is great. I love this. <laughs> All right. A brother and sister are in a jam. 
The brother and his best friend have gotten their hands on some tickets for a concert, and his sister has a date with her dreamy boyfriend. The only problem is they're both grounded. They will do whatever it takes to get their mom out of the house, even if it includes a chance meeting with a very mysterious man. Everything seems to go according to plan until their little brother realizes that this stranger might be a creature of the night. I'm trying to figure I out. I mean, what? can you read that again? Because Tony what? interrupted me. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed like okay. the first like half of that. Yes. Okay. A brother and sister are in a jam. The brother and his best friend have gotten their hands on some tickets for a concert. And his sister has a date with her dreamy boyfriend. The only problem is that they're both grounded. They will do whatever it takes to get their mom out of the house, even if it includes a chance meeting with a very mysterious man. Everything seems to go according to plan until their little brother realizes that this stranger might be a creature of the night. I like how she said that last part. Creature, <laughs> of, the creature, the night. creature of the That's night. That's what's throwing me off. I've never seen this movie. I don't know. I'm straight up just guessing, like, 50-50. Yeah. I don't know these movies. Yeah. I'm just writing the first thing that pops into my head. <laughs> like, yeet. But ever since Disney Plus came out, I've been trying to catch up on, like, all the DCOMs. Yeah. Yes, so. you know. yeah. <laughs> Yes, girl. When are you watching your next one? Wait, does, <laughs> does Com mean comedy? Um, Disney Channel original Moody. It's, yeah. Oh. So, but with rom-com, so. it is comedy. With DCOM, it's Disney Channel original movie. Okay. All right. So DC. All right. No, no, you're good. You're good. Valid question. Yeah. Never heard of it. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Rom-com. I put DCOM. I put DCOM. Mom's got a date with a vampire. I That's put DCOM. The Mom has a date with a vampire. Yes. Look at you. Correct. Oh, you got it. Oh, I'm stinking. So like if, I'm like, if that Dang. is not a DCOM, like, just <laughs> fire me now. Like, with what's her name from Sabrina? The aunt from Sabrina. Yeah. Mm. All right. All right. Good times. A teenage girl and her boyfriend were on their way to a dance one night in 1955 when they got into a car crash and fell off of a bridge. Forty years later, a teenage boy, recovering from his father's death, moves into her old house along with his mother and sister. One night, the boy discovers that he can see her ghost. She attempts to help his family, and along the way, a romance is sparked. What? Dang. Um, wow. That's just that is either a decom or a rom-com, Brittany? It is. Okay, you're going to kill me, but can you please read that again? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a teenage girl and her boyfriend were on their way to a dance one night in 1955 when they got into a car crash and fell off of a bridge. Forty years later, a teenage boy, recovering from his father's death, moves into her old house along with his mother and sister. One night, the boy discovers that he can see her ghost. She attempts to help his family, and along the way, a romance is sparked. That's like sad and creepy at the same time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like. I feel like that one would make me cry. I don't know. I'm just guessing. This one's hard. This one's gonna be kind of twisted. You wanna just guess? Let's do it. Three, two, one. Rom com. Rom com. I put decom. It is a decom. Dang it! What? It is. I almost put decom. Suzy that Q. sounds like something Disney would do. What is it? Wow. Suzy Q. I don't wow. think I've ever heard of that one. Me either. Me neither. It just sounded like something Disney would do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last one. All right. A shallow, rich, and socially successful teenage girl is at the top of her Beverly Hills High School's pecking scale. 
Seeing herself as a matchmaker, she decides to give the hopelessly klutzy new student a makeover. When the student becomes more popular than she is, the high schooler realizes that her disapproving ex-stepbrother was right about how misguided she was and falls for him. Wait, Say that she, one more time what? at the end. She falls for her stepbrother. Her ex-stepbrother. <laughs> she falls for her ex-stepbrother? Yes. Wow. It's not weird. Yikes. What? I have it's no idea. really weird. Yeah. I have an idea, but I don't think it's what I'm thinking. Just go with your gut. She's all that. No. Oh. Okay, I put rom-com. That's yeah. what I, I was thinking. That's, that's what I would have said. That's what I was thinking. She's all that. But then okay. I don't remember them being stepbrother so, and yeah, sister. Yeah, that's what I don't remember. Okay, so it is rom-com. It's clueless. But oh. I gave this quiz to my coworker today, and she said she's all that, and she said everybody's going to say that, so I'm going to give you a point for that. <gasps> Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Still got it wrong, but that's That was the only thing I could think of. (laughs) Thank you. So do we tally? (coughs) Yes, tally your points up. I only have seven. I only have nine. Womp womp. I have ten. Gina's going to be the surprise win. Yep. Black horse. She's still counting. Twelve. Hey! Hey, She's a winner! I love it. You're looking at a winner, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, that was really fun. I really enjoyed that game, Brittany. Thank game, you for Brittany. that. That was really yeah. good. Awesome. I, think, I think we all learned a lot, Brittany. <laughs> Steven's fired. Oh, don't. Fu- <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Tonight's been a fun night so far. I very much enjoy like having you ladies here because as much as I love our guys, it's really, really nice having like some more ladies around. Yeah. I think Lisa Marie can agree with that. Like, oh, it's, absolutely. It's, it's pretty nice. Like it's nice to have some ladies time. So we're gonna kind of get into a little bit of our discussion here. And I kind of wanted to start it off with some of you um, asking you guys a question. Like, what are your favorite ladies in fandom? Like comic books, movies, TV shows. We talked a little bit about with the BFFs, with the icebreaker. Like, mm-hmm. who, who do you guys like? What's like a lady that stands out to you? A fictional character? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Leah's like, can I answer Mariah Carey I mean, well, yet you for know, any you of these what? questions? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you can do real life that. lady, too. Real life okay. lady. I think most of mine are video games. <laughs> That's fine. Um, a couple that pop into my head are um, Lara Croft. Mm. Um, and then Aloy from Horizon. Um, she's probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. No. I've not played Horizon Zero Dawn, so uh, Aloy, like, she's the main character. She's the protagonist mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But she's just, like, immediately at the beginning of the game, she's, like, labeled as an outcast. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole, like, game is her trying to figure out why she's an outcast and what happened to her and, like, her origin story and stuff Ooh. like that. So. That sounds fun. That might be a game I have to. Yeah. And borrow. she doesn't have, um, she's, like, a character that doesn't have like a love interest like she doesn't need I'm a man. I'm down for that. <laughs> I'm down for that too. That's nice. I think one of my favorites is um Rapunzel. Um, <laughs> from Tangled. I, from Tangled. Yes. Because I think it's so cool how she really broke free from an abusive relationship because I think Mother Gothel is just like a really good mm-hmm. metaphor for that. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's not even like the movie's not even as much to me about her and Flynn getting together, but watching her process mm-hmm. of becoming who she was. Yeah. Um and getting past that relationship and I just think 
that it's just like independent of everything she had known because that's all she knew and then she had to go out into the world and become herself yeah and breaking from that like you said the toxic relationship because like that was one thing the first time that i watched tangled i was like wow this is like textbook toxic like parenting and just someone in your life like that's that was i thought that was really awesome i like that that's a good answer well, I love a good supportive dynamic. So mm-hmm. I think, and I guess going back to our decom situation here, but I was instantly for reasons I don't know why, but the cheetah girls, right? <gasps> so <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you have, yeah. But see, think about that. Like what a great, you know, kind of, I mean, the song's a jam. It's a total bop. But mm-hmm. like the message behind it, you have all these girls and they're very different from each other. You know, they, they have the different backgrounds mm-hmm. and the different colors mm-hmm. and all of the things, but they're just, a unit and a little family and if you want to talk about like girls encouraging supporting and like uplifting each other they kind of just band together and like look there's your strengths there's your strengths like here's mine let's bring them together and do this awesome thing and we're going to be strong as a unit because we're stronger as a unit and Mm -hmm. when we're trying to be molded into something we're not and trying to be this you know put into this position to be represented a certain way they're like no let's stay true to ourselves because we're good enough the way we were Mm-hmm. And they brought that out in each other. And when even one of them started to think, well, no, maybe like maybe we need to just compromise what we think to sell the records or to be the whatever. They're like, no, we're good. We're good exactly like we are. We're cheetah sisters. And I love mm-hmm. that. I love a yeah. good like empowering dynamic of, of yeah. girls. I like that a lot. Mine's not as deep <laughs> as where you <laughs> That's guys okay, went. Though. But when I'm thinking of somebody that I just love, like I... In another life, I would have totally been like a detective mm-hmm. or Oh my gosh, if you're about to say Olivia Benson. I was Olivia Benson I is Olivia my girl. Benson. You guys. Who is she? Okay, Olivia from Benson SVU. is from Law and Order SVU. Oh, it's been on for like twenty-three boss. seasons. Mariska Hargate is a boss. <laughs> She's a boss. She started as a detective. She worked Mm -hmm. her way up to be a sergeant. So now she runs the entire um, special victims unit. And she's the her thing is she's she's the um, result. She was the daughter of a rape. So her yes, she she was born. So what she does is help you know all these women that this has to. But I just like I love her. Like when I think of a strong woman in TV, that I would want to do that. Olivia Mm -hmm. Benson all day, all day. I absolutely. So it's really nice seeing like all of these wonderful and uh, strong women that we kind of tend to, I don't want to say idolize because that just yeah. seems like kind of the wrong word, but we look up to and we appreciate. There was a thing, because um, you, you mentioned that you saw Birds of Prey. I did Lisa see Marie, Birds of Prey. And I, I have not seen it, but I saw a little snippet online of like a gift from, I think it was Harley Quinn offering Black Canary a hair tie in the middle of the that fight. That was my favorite scene. And I literally, I saw that and I'm like, a it's, woman definitely directed this movie because. It's so funny because you watched that and it was, I went to see it with my sister mm-hmm. and it was like a dead theater there was only four other people there four other guys Mm -hmm. so it was my sister and I and these four random dudes Mm -hmm. and like you the physical reaction that my sister and I had to the moment of them in this bad fight of her going hey you need a hair tie and her just like thanks girl like Like, and getting it like we were like yes that's how that's exactly the kind of support you need in your yes. life it's yes. like we're gonna take a second and i'm gonna give you this hair tie because you clear like like you need it and here you go because you know a hair tie is a sacred thing I, like yes. their hair tie the gym. but you just yeah. you need your we hair, help each you, other oh, out exactly exactly so i thought that was so cool i don't think anybody appreciated it i thought it was a really good girl power moment mm-hmm. of like yeah you keep kicking butt you t- 
tie your hair up, you keep going. Mm-hmm. It was really awesome. I love and that. It's just That's really cool. funny to me because it's like you look at all of these like action movies or just any movies with like a female doing something like fighting in it and her hair's always down yeah, and like no, in the way beautiful and you know full well that a woman in a fight is gonna throw her hair up to get it out of her mm-hmm. face I had a pixie cut for like five or six years and now that my hair's like long enough to put in a ponytail I don't want it in my face like ever <laughs> like for real. I appreciated my that like little finally gift set to like, I, ponytail again. I don't know I think like, I, would, a, I would want my hair down in a fight I don't know. It was it was a pretty intense fight. Like they, she needed to get that out of her face. My hair moves a lot. Not that I ever want to be. <laughs> I mean, yeah, valid, valid. But I'm like, just, different perspective. Yeah, I gotcha. yeah. So we look at all of these like really. Uh, <laughs> these are literally the conversations I would never bring up on this. Show. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, I get why they're valid, but that would have never occurred to me in a hundred million no. years. <laughs> But, and it's funny, and I kind of apologize to our male listeners, because I know this is going to be kind of a weird episode for you guys, but I hope that, like, you're still listening and that they you get something They literally have from the, it. the other 111. They'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sorry, no but not apologies, sorry. <laughs> Jackie. No regrets. Yeah. But, um... So yeah, so we're talking about all this great support and all of these wonderful representations of like what women actually do for each other. Can you guys think of some examples of maybe misrepresentations of women in uh in our fandoms in real life i mean it's a little interesting not to like i mean going back to the same thing but just continuing it with the birds of prey situation um harley quinn is like this you know the big it's harley quinn like they changed the name of the movie it's now harley quinn like this is her thing and love and respect to Harley Quinn. But the thing about Harley Quinn I have an issue with is like the whole spin of Birds of Prey, the whole thing that kind of drives everything crazy is that Harley Quinn and Harley Quinn's already kind of deranged. So there's that going on for her already. She got her but stuff she, going on. She went ballistic because she doesn't know how to function outside of this relationship. And there's mm-hmm. this scene and she's in this bar and she's kind of sitting there and she's crying and she's just saying it. She's look like, I just, I don't know. I've never been anyone but his. Like, I don't know how to be anything. Mm. I'm a bird. I need a master. I don't, I'm a Harlequin. Like, who, what, what is a Harlequin without her master Mm -hmm. was her big, like, speech. And the point of it is to set up, you see her kind of evolve and become stronger. And by the end of it, she's kicking butt and she's moving on. And that's the whole thing. But Mm -hmm. I feel like we see that part of women a lot. Um, we see a lot of the like the damaged women, the women that are trying to figure themselves out because they've been so hurt. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can probably think of a lot more female characters who are going through that. I just ended this relationship and I'm trying to find myself mm-hmm. versus yeah. the male character that yeah. just ended his relationship. And he's trying and he's to find just himself. You on. never just yeah. you never see yeah. a guy that's trying to rediscover who he is after his relationship. Yet somehow women are always like, well, who am I now? Yeah. I'll give a misrepresentation slash I just really didn't like it I love Thor I love Natalie Portman Mm. I very much dislike her in Thor (laughs) she so like Brittany physically reacted (laughs) nobody likes her in Thor and I love her character and I was so mad when they took her off like let's get well let's get the two sides of it so Jackie what's your what's your deal my (laughs) what's my deal (laughs) (laughs) my my thing is she is this incredibly intelligent, like, scientist, like, a, a top in her field. She is doing groundbreaking work. And I understand that Chris Hemsworth is dreamy. 
But she like reverts to this like lovesick middle school girl every interaction. And I'm like, girl, like get a hold of yourself. Like you are a grown woman. Like you're intelligent. You you do smart things. Like I get his abs are nice, but like get a handle on it, please. His abs are really nice. <laughs> I mean Brittany, what are your thoughts? <laughs> on his abs, I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I know what your boyfriend's comment would be. <laughs> My boyfriend would leave me for Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I just really liked their love story. I just yeah. really loved how she was this like scientist and she helped him and they just had this cool chemistry and then mm-hmm. she was the one that got to go to Asgard and I just really liked their their love story and then all of a sudden in the next movie like she was just gone mm-hmm. and I didn't like that and I really didn't like the new girl that was in Ragnarok. I don't even remember her oh, name. Oh, I now, liked which is her terrible. though. She was Tessa. Is that the yeah, actress's Tessa. name or the character's name? I think it's Tessa. Valkyrie. Thank Valkyrie. 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 Is Tessa the yeah, actress? Yeah, I just... I think so, yeah. I didn't like her, and I kept, like, wanting Jane to come back in, mm-hmm. in, in game, and she didn't. I mean, I know there was, like, that little scene, but, like, she yeah. didn't come back, and there was no resolution to their story. It just yeah. stopped. And so, Why was Tessa weird for you? Was it just because of there having been the Jane? Was it, like, Tessa's obviously a little, a little more of a rough-and-tumble kind of girl, like... Yeah, was the I dynamic think, not being as mushy gushy? And I'm not bashing it, but like, yeah, legitimately. I didn't think that they had as much chemistry. But also, I think it was probably like a little bit of a turnoff for me when she like came out of the ship just like drinking and yeah. drinking and drinking. And I was that like, that first look can kind of turn this you is off. Not, like, this is not cool. Two extremes. You got yeah. Yeah. like dumbing down, yeah. and then you have the crazy. Where's the middle? And like, mm-hmm. yeah, not nutsy woman. Which I get that. I get the the chemistry and and everything between. Um, Jane and Thor. I think for me it was just a little frustrating to see her knocked down to that like stereotypical trope mm-hmm. of a woman just falling like losing all sense of like intelligence over a hot guy. Like that was what really frustrated me the most about it because like in the dark world she had that moment where like they were doing the um she was laying on the table and they were doing that thing to find the ether and she's mm-hmm. like it's this thing and they're like no it's this thing she's like it's this thing. And I'm like yeah like I liked that moment mm-hmm. with her because I'm like it showcased like her her intelligence and like how like she she wasn't just demoted to this like lovesick like fangirl over Thor. So that was just like a frustration for me personally. I mean, I think just like a general misconception, probably like an issue that I just see in fandom period is that like women and and especially like female superheroes, they tend to like oversexualize them mm-hmm. and put them in these like skimpy outfits and like <laughs> that's how they get attention is mm-hmm. being oversexualized. And I really don't like that because I feel like it takes away from the characteristics that they do have. There seems mm-hmm. to be this thing where it's like strength and beauty mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. are one. Mm-hmm. They they're connected to each other so like the sexier the woman is in the movie somehow she's stronger you know you know yes. we, we, yes. i didn't see a birds yes. of prey with like an average like you know whatever all of these like really hot girls like kicking butt and that seems to be the, the standard it's like okay they're gonna be strong and they're gonna be like super attractive and that's gonna be even more impressive and it's like well you know what is your super attractive this hypersexualized thing mm-hmm. um 
is the teacher that's just smart and maybe she's not the physically fit one kicking the butt but she's out you know what i mean like molding yeah. the young minds or the doctor or whatever it is they're strong and they're capable and they're doing their own version of kicking butt but we don't see the the movie about that but not that no dirty. i agree and i think the a misconception in general is that feminism equals sexuality mm-hmm. right it's just feminism feminism and it's all overly sexualized mm-hmm. and that's basically what it's like you're all about. feminist so you have to be proud of your body so you yes. have to like show everything off yes. and you have to be yes. even if you which isn't don't. necessarily the case mm-hmm. right right it's like going too far in the opposite direction of like exactly. what the point of feminism is because like when we exactly. think about feminism we think about equality yes. and that, that's kind of the point of it it's not to say that women are better than men and that like we we need to be better than men because like there there are things that both genders can and can't do um you're gonna look at the painfully obvious women can have kids men cannot do that so like there are certain things that we are are able to do that we should be able to have that like freedom but we also want to be able to have that equality like equal pay would be pretty pretty nice like i'd like to be able to do the same job as a male counterpart and get paid the same way that would be very nice um, certain things like we've got jobs that are typically like male dominated fields. I'll use um, my degree program, for example. I want to be a music educator. Uh, music In the classical music world, it is very male dominated, both in instruments as well as in leadership for like directors and conductors and composers and all those things. So for me as a, as a young woman, it's very encouraging whenever I get to see more and more women break from that mold of just being like that cute flute player like and being like maybe she plays something that's like a low brass and leading a band like doing something like that is really cool when we think of like what are some like typical feminine roles that are viewed in like today's society typically like, like, I mean like careers or just in general like careers like what roles the role expectations of a woman is and to yeah. be like the homemaker to yeah, be homemaker, the mom and nurse comes to mind I don't know why but Mm -hmm. a lot of women are nurses teachers teachers Mm -hmm. daycare workers um you're the nurturer so you're the one that cares for the people that feeds the people that meets the needs and Mm -hmm. keeps the house running yeah um not necessarily the breadwinner but um just someone that kind of keeps all of the domestic stuff yeah happening yep okay I would agree with that yeah. So, do you guys uh, have like any examples of women breaking from these typical roles? Um, yeah. I mean, I've met a lot of women that I have so much respect for. Like, I I have a, a good friend, Deborah, who she went to a company and started out as just an hourly and worked her way up all the way to be the CEO of this wow. huge company. And it's something that you don't see that often. Yeah. Um, also, my husband works for Cracker Barrel. And he was so excited he was going to meet the CEO. And just typically, you almost think that that's a male role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it turns out the CEO of Cracker Barrel is a woman. And oh, she's awesome. awesome. She's a mom. She's, I think, like in her 50s. She jumps out of planes for fun. God bless. Yeah, her husband is a district attorney. And so it's just really cool to see that, you know, these roles. And just like with my friend Deborah, because I know her personally, mm-hmm. um, I just have so much respect for that, you know, and she is a stronger, you know, type of, of woman. I don't, mm-hmm. I haven't met a lot of people like her. Mm-hmm. So I see a lot of characteristics in her that would have given her that opportunity. Yeah. But um, it's just really cool that she, mm-hmm. you know, was able to do that because typically that's mm-hmm. not something that we see all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. That's awesome. I like that. I think it's cool that you said also um, she's a mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because I feel like another 
misconception is like that motherhood would be like a hindrance on yes. becoming successful at that level um or you like equate it so like she's the ceo so then she must kind of be a slacking mom because yes. how can you be the ceo and still be an involved or caring mother right um and so i think that's a misconception because yep. i think that you can be invested in the care of your kids and you can have you know be a good you know, totally. we don't question a father who's out there making the money and mm -hmm. no. and bringing home the paycheck and where his where he lies in the relationship with his children. But a mom's out there doing the same thing, and it's questionable. Yeah. You know, the mother she's not there, she's not present, and it's it's not. I think it's you can have both. Mm -hmm. But there is definitely a stigma where yeah, like associated with women who choose to go the career path. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, versus women who, you know, they, they work, but they have decided maybe they want to stay home. Mm -hmm. And I've seen it and I've heard conversations. Well, you know, she just only cares about her career, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. You're everyone's made differently. You have mm -hmm. different goals and desires, but just because you desire to have a career doesn't mean that you're any less of a mother. In yeah. an ideal so, world, but there's a stigma. There should with be that. balance, yeah. you know, and yeah. in the perfect world with everyone, women and men would be in, enough aware of themselves and their goals and what they want to know that if you're gonna if you want if you crave to be solely career oriented then maybe going and embarking on a journey of, of being a parent of being a mother isn't necessarily your journey because then you can't commit to that yeah. like you should but if you're aware of the fact that you you want to be a mom and you want to have a family but you also want to be successful in your career there's no reason and there's nothing yeah there's nothing um, that could you. impede you from being successful at both maybe it'll take longer and maybe it'll be harder but you can do that yeah. um i say that because there are cases you know you do see people moms mm -hmm. and dads who are so involved in their careers that maybe they slack in their other positions or mm -hmm. vice versa you know you're so involved with your family that your career kind of slacks and that just happens but and on the flip side of that i feel like you know places of work corporations need to allow people to live like they do have kids yeah mm -hmm. and give grace and i think the world needs more of that mm -hmm. i wish that all bosses would just take a step back and and really just kind of change i, I read this article where this boss was he kind of just had this like epiphany and he changed his whole company around that he wanted everyone to live like they had family. So if they had to miss for a soccer game or if they had to miss for an appointment mm -hmm. for their child, that nothing would be docked as long as they weren't taking advantage of it. Yeah. And I just love that so much because I just think the world needs more of that. Let's let these women work, but mm -hmm. let's let them be moms and yeah. not penalize yeah. them for doing especially that. Especially single mothers yeah. who are mm -hmm. trying to do it all. Yeah. Let's give more grace to them. Mm -hmm. They're doing a Good job again if they're not taking advantage let's you know the world mm -hmm. just needs more of that more of like family first also career but just grace and that, yeah, yeah absolutely know? i see have you guys um watched parks and recreation at all like yes. are you watching it for the first time Brittany? yes okay how far are you at this moment uh i have gotten to everything except the series finale okay cool so i don't okay. feel bad talking about this then all right i don't want to accidentally spoil something for you um since it's your first time watching the show's been out for a while but i wanted to be sensitive to that um so there's a bit in like the later seasons when you have um ben running for i believe it's a seat mm -hmm. in congress and leslie who is very active and political and honestly my spirit animal um she <laughs> She has to be the wife of, and she thinks it's going to be a cakewalk, but the, um, uh, 
the lady running the campaign is just like, yeah, no, that's not going to be the case because you're going to be under a microscope because you're smart. And lo and behold, when she didn't want to do the primary contest yes. for the thing, she got so much crap saying, you don't care about your family if you don't do this pie contest. And she's like, what? <laughs> like, what's going on? So they thought it would be a good idea. Like, you know, we're going to flip the roles. Like, Ben's going to make the pie and he's going to be his own wife for this. And there was like this whole thing where they had a press conference at the end talking about like, Leslie's just like, you know what? Like, I'm just gonna answer all these questions that you guys are gonna inevitably ask me. Like, where are my kids? Like, they're with they're with my mom. Like, sometimes I love them, or like sometimes I miss them, and you know, sometimes I don't. Like, it's okay. Like, I yeah. still love my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm still there for my kids, and I still do all of these yeah. things. Like, why are you gonna ask me if I want to have it all? That's a stupid question. Stop asking that question. Yeah. Like, and, and, and so I th- true. I think it's really cool to be able to see women stepping up and kind of doing that thing because like. Again, it's such a stigma that you have to be a homemaker. There's nothing wrong with being a homemaker. Not at all. Like, that's a job in and of itself. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't personally have kids, but I know that if I ever do, I would probably still want to work just because for me staying home, even if I had kids, I would just go crazy because I have to be out and about and I have to be doing things. We'd be going to the park all the time because I just can't stay in the house. I can't stay still. Yeah. So, like, some, some people just that's a gift that God gave them that they're able to really be able to kind of do that thing because it's not easy being a stay-at-home mom it is not there's a lot of work that comes involved with it um so when we're thinking about these uh these typical feminine roles we've talked a lot about real life as well as like in the fandom but can you guys think of uh any particular women maybe in the bible who have maybe stood out in not necessarily non-traditional feminine roles but maybe have like done things that typically wouldn't be expected from women especially back in in those times um i think about rahab when she hid the spies that was so yeah. cool gutsy. like that was so gutsy i mm-hmm. mean she could have gotten killed for that mm-hmm. she, her life could have been gone but she just was so brave to do that and um, and for what and, she was too because she yes you know, she was a prostitute yeah mm-hmm. so she had all these things against her already but then just to be so can i say this be it <laughs> no, yes, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Okay, Tommy, can she say that? She just did. But to me, that's awesome. Like to you know think about if the government was you know that all this was going on, you had to hide someone. Would we do that? You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That was actually exactly who I was thinking of today. Like that's one of my favorite stories in the Bible of like she risked her life to save her family Mm -hmm. and her family was saved because of that. But just also like I love her story of redemption. Yes. Mm -hmm. How like she completely transformed her life and she got a brand new life in her Mm -hmm. own family, which she wasn't getting um, because she she did something really risky. And I think that's just incredible. I love that. For, I, was, for, I was thinking of uh, Deborah. Yes, she's judges. one of the ones I wrote yes. down. Yeah. Yes. Um, and she, I was like rereading it again, like over and over again. And I was just like, I love, um, she had to tell um, Barak that um, he needed to go um, like with his troops and everything. And he like kind of doubted her. And mm-hmm. he, and um, the verse says, um, that he said to her, if you will go with me, I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. <laughs> and she said, I'll go with you. Like kind of like, I feel like, like she was kind okay. of saying it like kind of sassy. <laughs> like, I'll go with you. But then she says, um, 
The road on which you are going will not lead to your glory, for the Lord will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. And then, like, <laughs> later on, like, Sisera goes to, um, I don't know how to say her name, J- JL? JL? JL. Sure. That one. He goes into her tent, and he ends up, or she ends up, nailing a tent mm-hmm. spike through his head and killing <laughs> oh, him. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, dang. <laughs> That's hardcore. Nailed it. <laughs> I was like, that is so awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a mess to clean up. You, you think, wait, you think that's awesome? Not my job. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Makes me feel nervous. Tony's like, I'm never going camping with Sheena ever again. <laughs> I think of, um, also, I don't know their names. I assume they have the name, the, like the midwives. Um, like the ones so for with, with the, Moses, yeah, uh-huh, that yes. they go, you know, they're kind of they have to go around and like mm-hmm. do the deed and stuff, and yeah. so they kind of oh, start yeah. like fibbing and like, oh no, these women mm-hmm. gave birth already. The like, Jewish women are so vigorous, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just think, like I I see that, and you know they're midwives and they're going and they're just like oh, I'm just gonna do this really big thing and hope I don't get caught but like I'm gonna do it because it's right and mm-hmm. like here we yeah. go it's gutsy and I feel mm-hmm. like that's when you look at all the different women in the bible whether they're like a big known name or you know just like some kind of background woman um I think of like also the the sinful woman that like that washed I was Jesus just gonna say feet. that like yes. these are the women in the bible are brave they're they're mm-hmm. women that they're not anything. They're midwives and they're prostitutes and they're you know they're living in a time where they could be something great, but society isn't allowing that. They're yes. only allowed so far as they yes. can, and they're going and they're doing this really ballsy stuff. Um, that is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> stuff, <laughs> and they're just doing it because it's right, and they're doing it. It's our first explicit episode, you guys. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. Sorry. Um, no, I totally agree because it, you know, women weren't looked at how they are today. Right. So for mm-hmm. the woman who did walk in that room in front of all those men and just like got down, the, you know, yes, like that's a big, it was beautiful. It was it's beautiful. a big deal. Yeah. And I don't think that's, you know, that wasn't lost on Jesus. No, that's not oh. lost on God. Like that was a clear sign, like the bravery and the surrendering and just going up the humility that it requires to walk yes. into this room knowing that you are the least in that room yeah. for more than just whatever you came in with but they're just going to see it just and so, she did it anyway and she did it she anyway, did it anyway. And she knew they were looking at her with that view mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. who are you you're a sinful woman you know you're broken what are you even doing in here yeah. with the master mm-hmm. and she was like you know I'm gonna do it and that's like that's what you want that's what we want now is to be able to go into the the world that we've already established kind of is against us and sort of sucks and and is trying to limit us and we want to go into it going well you know I'm just gonna do it anyway and you see that we can yes Mm -hmm. yes we can and I think that really speaks to like how God intended us to kind of be is um like I was saying earlier like we're not meant to be better than one another and be that between women or men like we were meant to complement each other Uh, correct me if I'm wrong Tony but if I remember correctly um back in the book of Genesis when we're talking about how the first thing that God saw that wasn't right with the world was that Adam didn't have anyone Mm -hmm. so like that that was like the first thing he was like you know what 
we're gonna we're gonna remedy this and he put him to sleep and he took a rib from his side and for me that like symbolizes not so much that like it's like an equal part so we're not meant to be on top of or below we are meant to complement each other and lift each other up like when when i do a wedding i say she was taken from his rib not out of his head that -hmm. she might trot upon him nor out of his feet that she might be dominated by him but Mm -hmm. out of his rib close to his side that she may be his companion under his arm that she might be protected by him and close to his heart that she might be treasured by him. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm, that's and, so sweet. And, and I feel love. like that just really, really speaks to like how God intended for us to work together. Yeah. Um, and, and I just think that's a really great thing and an important thing for us to talk about in today's age because we have so many things going on, like the Me Too movement yes. and just mm-hmm. a lot going forward for w- women equality and just, again, not st- stressing that it's not that we're supposed to be better than the mm-hmm. men, but that there are things that we can do and that they can do that someone else might not be able to do so we're meant to really work in tandem and like complement each other Mm -hmm. yeah um so not to let the vision get twisted i think that's the big problem right now is a lot of guys you know and i mean even i and i love to be a you know play the the feminist side in whatever situation Mm -hmm. i can just for the fun of it but um i do see myself that like it can just get so ridiculous sometimes and Mm -hmm. i can see how guys could look at certain things and get eye rolly about it because even I get eye rolly about it yeah. we mm-hmm. have to like go back mm-hmm. to the basics and the core of it and it's like look this isn't a competition to see who outshines who like there are things I can do that you can't do and there are things you can do that I can't do mm-hmm. and that's okay that's how it was meant yeah. to be yeah. yeah um but we're both very valuable creations and we're yes. both very capable individual mm-hmm. um humans creations that mm-hmm. can do things and and it's just about being seen that way, not yeah. immediately being diminished because I'm a woman and somehow that decreases my ability versus yours. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Yeah. And like when you when you boil it down, like we all have to draw from God. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's a, like it's not about being better than someone else because we are all equally we're, we're needy. All, yeah. <laughs> we all need Jesus no matter the gender. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Like so that was kind of like the point. Does anyone else have any like final thoughts or anything else that they wanted to add in before we kind of like take this home? I'm very thankful that we were made um, socially, emotionally, and, and even physically, biologically compatible with each other. Mm-hmm. Yes. It shows great intentionality from our maker, from our designer, mm-hmm. that, that he made us to complement each other. You know, there's there's areas where men are. I'll generalize here: strong, um, and 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 that's necessary. And there's areas where women are strong, and that's necessary. Yeah. And when God sets up those boundaries between them and the, the the template of the way that we're supposed to interact with each other, it's a very beautiful, very balanced thing. Mm-hmm. And and man, if nothing else, I mean, it, it not only shows how cool creation is, but it just shows how amazing her Creator is mm-hmm. and how intentional yeah. He is and the way He set us that's up good. and made us. I like that you use the word balance. Mm-hmm. Balance, I think, is like, it, that's really what it's about, is mm-hmm. just finding that balance. Yeah. yeah. I really, really love that. Anyone else? Well, speaking the shoes of- are way better when you're a girl. I'm just saying, <laughs> yes. I'm so Outfits glad I'm a girl. Shoes are way more comfortable when you're There's a guy. so much. That's Sorry. That's true. <laughs> That's also very accurate. Yeah, if we want to talk about like what the benefits are of being a guy and being a girl, we're going to be here for another hour. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> pros and cons, I'm but pretty we sure, already know I'm pretty sure we win. You guys smell better. That's for sure. This but is very I true. Like smelling yes. good. Yes. Smelling good is very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
we're, because of balance, Jackie, if you don't mind, I'll no, step in here a little do. bit. Uh, there is one thing that was brought to my attention by one of our listeners, and that is that this will be the first episode that we've ever had that Stephen Salisbury has not been a part of. Oh, my oh. God. Oh. Is he devastated? Well, He's having such bad FOMO tonight. Yeah. Like, you don't oh even understand. God. We he love Stephen. so badly wanted to We love to Stephen. So watch. if you guys will allow, can I, will you guys let me just call him for, for 30 yes. seconds uh, so we can at least say what? he yes. made it on this episode? Yeah. I'll allow it. Love and I have kind of an ulterior motive here a little bit. I'm going to put Brittany on the spot for just a oh, second. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> If he doesn't answer your call, he'll answer mine. Oh, that's <laughs> hey, Stephen Salisbury, you're on the Nerdy Godcast. How's it going, man? It's going. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to the hey. ladies' hey. room. <laughs> no, the well, girls' the, the room. Girls are, the ladies' room is where they pee. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's the Wiz yeah. Palace. <laughs> we, uh, we, it has been brought to our attention that this would be our first episode ever without you, besides camp episodes, which don't really count. So we wanted to make sure that we could include you in this episode. Can, so, so say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. All right. You're not on the toilet or anything, are you? No, no, I'm not. Okay. Not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So you're officially on this episode now, right? I can check that off my list of things to do? Yes, thank right. you. I'm glad that I can keep my streak alive. <laughs> <laughs> so while we have you here, I just want to do one quick important thing. Uh, Brittany, okay. for, for over 100 episodes, for five years, we have been convincing the world at large that Steven is the worst and then along you come with a fresh bold new vision Hi. that Steven is somehow not the worst in fact that he may be maybe the best um, I disagree but I would like for for you to let all of our Nerd of God squad know why you think Steven is something and someone special this is your chance to uh to set the record right as it were let it oh. out girl let it out <laughs> well Steven is the funniest person I've ever met Debatable. (laughs) He is responsible and sweet and caring and so thoughtful. Like last night I had to work really late. I was on call and I had to work until eight and he went to the grocery store and he bought groceries. He made dinner. He did the dishes and he took my dog out for me. Like, oh my gosh, wow. this guy. Who is this who is? guy? Yeah. And this is not a one-time occurrence. He's a very, Aww. very sweet guy, and I'm, I'm very blessed. So I love you, Stephen. Stephen, I put you on mute for all that, but she said really nice things about. <laughs> I'm kidding. Did you hear all I that? I wonder what happened. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you have anything Aww. nice to say about Brittany? Or no? I guess you can do that on your own time. Don't don't take it. It's the ladies' night, so. Uh, all right, Stephen. Well, we love you very much. We are so thankful for you, and uh, we hope that you have a great night without us. Uh, I'll try. Okay. Love you, man. Bye. Bye. He didn't say I love you back. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with that? Rude. Wow. All right. All right. Where uh, are you going? What's where going am I on? going? Yeah, you're walking around with the microphone. We've kicked him out. He kicked um, me out. I'm done with the show. Actually, done. Brittany, if you don't mind, I have something for you. Ever since I was five years old, I've been waiting for my wife. And on this show, we are always talking about Steven's season. And I didn't know when that season was until I found you. Because I needed more than just a season. I needed forever. Brittany, will you marry me? She said yes, kids.
They're hugging. They're crying a little bit. They're kissing. This is awkward for everybody. Brittany Harper, how do you feel right now? In shock. Steven, how do you feel right now? Relieved. I was standing in that spot for 30 minutes straight. Well, for all of us here at the Nerd of Godcast, for for Jackie freaking Wilson, lovely lady Lise Motti, Leah Simmons, Miss Sheena, Bye. Nick the Engineer, Bye. and for the for the the soon to be Mrs. Salisbury. I'm gonna be a Salisbury. Until next time, we ain't gotta go home, but we can't stay here. Good night, everybody. Hello. Hey, Tony. How are you? Hey, Dad. How's it going? Uh, another day. You're on the radio right now. You're on the show. Okay. I love you. <laughs> all right. So I'm here with uh, tonight's a very special ladies' night. So it's uh, we have all of our crew is gone, and we just have all of our lady friends. So we have Lise Marie and Jackie, hi. Brittany, hi. Leah, and hi. Sheena. Hi. And they're all saying hi to you. So uh, give give a message of encouragement to all the ladies out there, Dad. All the ladies, well, uh, as far as I'm concerned, all ladies are my favorite subject. <laughs> I love you, girls. We love you. <laughs> they, they, they love you. He's uh, he's 81 years young and not not a, not lost a bit of the charm. Nope. This guy. <laughs>